And this is all about just creating that space to ground and to allow yourself to open yourself up to source energy, to your connection to source, to universal energy, to your soul, to God, creator, however you choose to name it. But I think the most important thing is to not allow a word to get between you and the transformation that exists on the other side of it as you open yourself up to that beautiful guidance. Welcome, I'm Peter Williams, and for the past 10 years, I've been connecting with thousands of people from the stage and online to help them discover the importance of spiritual and energetic practices so they can thrive with confidence, clarity, and purpose. It is time to awaken your connection, align with your soul, and achieve your own inner power right here on the Inner Power Podcast. Hey everyone and welcome back and of course as promised I'm back here with the awesome Louise Wilson the way of the successful entrepreneur and her lovely framework in helping people to really kind of get under that conscious mind get into that deeper part of ourselves and really tap into what is good for you and if you didn't check it out in the previous episode like we got it started getting into that and Louise's story has just been amazing about making such a huge shift from England and Amsterdam and massive kind of pathway to really trusting and coming in to herself and listening to that lovely inner voice, which is it's all about for us and about discovering that. We did touch a little bit there and about like the vision process. We touched a little bit about the soul journeys, but we're going to really get into this in this episode. And the great thing is Louise is also going to take us through a three-step process to get you started to working with yourself immediately. So Louise, welcome back. So nice to have you again. Thank you so much, Peter. And thank you to your listeners and viewers. So like I said, pre-warning, hope you've got a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. Hopefully you might have a little bit of chocolate just to help <laughs> keep your mind going with this. I still going to see that. <laughs> Even Louise has got her cup of going, it's like, don't worry, I've got mine here as well. It's just like, just to make sure we go, because we're, we're going to jump pretty much straight into this. But just in case anybody did miss that previous episode, Louise, can you just uh, run through again who you help and how you help them? Yes, lovely. Thank you, Peter. So I'm a business coach and soul coach, and I help entrepreneurs to connect with their soul, source, and source energy so that they can come into alignment with their spiritual gifts, their spiritual power, and create the abundant business and life they dream of. We work with Guided Soul Journeys. is a really powerful part of the work we do. As you connect with your soul, you actually can come to know more of who you truly are as a truly powerful spiritual being who's lived many, many lifetimes, who has a past life history, past life gifts that are waiting to be reactivated and also an ancestral history and past that can powerfully empower you, you know, in your future, in your life and in your business. So that's the work that I love to do. And it's my heart's work and my passion. No, I love it. And there's nothing more satisfying and gratifying, really, when you meet someone who is working in that space. And it's not just best spirits, but it's coming from that heart space and knowing that it's the work they've been called to do. And I love talking and introducing my audience to people like yourself because it's like this can be done. Like if you honor that self and work with it, 
you can get to this point. You can work the way that you want to work. There is, I, always, I do believe in that where there's a will, there's a way. I think that's a huge thing. Yes. And it's quite interesting. Just before we jumped on this recording, Louise was actually just taking me through the board in the background. Now, of course, if you listen to the audio podcast, you won't be aware of this. You might have to flip over to YouTube to have a quick look at this if you want to do it. But Louise, if you're, if you're there on the video, you'll actually see that Louise has a beautiful, beautiful picture of a majestic rainforest and cascade behind her directly. Then just a little bit off to the side, there is her board. Now, we did quickly talk about like, and you were very, very emphatic about this is not your ordinary vision board. Yes. Just for people who are listening and watching, can you just touch on that? Because I found the story fascinating, and especially because you were mentioning that one particular picture or, or photo, I'm not 100% sure what it is, on that board is 12 years old. Is that right? Yes. So this was the first time I ever created, you know, my own, you know, soul's vision for my future. And it's very much tied in with the Clarity Now process that I that I now facilitate and I've been facilitating for 12 years. And so basically, when we talk about connecting with your soul, with your intuition and creating the vision for your future, we actually, we do a little bit of soul journeys. And just to give you a, a little bit of a distinction, Peter, I know you wanted me to to explain a little bit more about yes. what a soul journey is. And so what a soul journey does is that it actually, we take a few deep breaths, just about grounding ourselves, because oftentimes when people come to the journey or when they come to this particular masterclass, there's been a lot going on, you know, like it's been a bit of a rush or whatever to get there. And this is all about just creating that space um, to ground and to allow, you know, yourself to open yourself up to source energy, to your connection to source, to universal energy, to your soul, to God, creator, however you choose to name it. But I think the most important thing is to not allow a word to get between you and the transformation that exists on the other side of it as you open yourself up to that beautiful guidance. And so soul journeys allow you to do that. In this particular vision, 12 years ago, when I first started coaching and on my coaching journey, I was shown 12 years ago within this vision because the process shows you very clearly where you're going very clearly who you are what you value and if you look within this vision and for your listeners that can't see this you know this is really a mirror reflection of who I am like it's that desire to be connected to the spiritual realms which was so important to me as a very young child seven years old I knew I knew that there was a way that there was this other world but I just didn't know how to access it you're lying the witch in the wardrobe moments <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Like in this vision, you see there is a very, there's Merlin and then there's this bridge to this woman. Yeah. What this shows you is that it's the soul journey that opens that doorway. I just was, I really want to emphasize, because you did bring this up a little bit in the previous episode, but I really want to home it, because especially if people can see it and the listeners who are joining us now and you talking through that, you're talking about the Merlin, the bridge and getting to the spiritual woman. I really want to point out that if you see this board and I really encourage anybody who's listening to just even just jump on the YouTube just to have a quick look at it, because it really helps surmise what Louise will take you through, because you did mention in the previous episode about how it's not your normal vision board. 
It's not like, and you, if you look at Luis's vision board here, and that's what I love you said because it's your, your soul vision board. It's not just a vision board. It's not a conscious vision board. So if you look at it, the first thing you notice that there is nothing about houses. There's nothing about cars. There's nothing about like how much money or uh, someone throwing money around. It is all very deeply personal stuff and very rich in like there's certain like looking for me from a uh, a bit of a far away angle here but it's very rich there looks like a deep like rooted uh, mythology and all of much more deeper soul spiritual aspects on this particular board and i think if it's like we've got that i can see the dalai lama there and i can see yes. is it owls is it two owls in the moonlight or is it uh, eagles yes and that means like now we've actually got a visual representation i just want to describe this for our listeners because that's what's on this there's none of that what we deem very this world or superficial side of things now that's very important for a lot of people but that's a huge distinction i just wanted to kind of point out for when louise you're talking about it's your soul vision board and that's what we're talking about soul journeying and it brings this forth is that right it is it is it does and it actually because you're and i encourage my clients when i'm going through this process is don't overthink it you're just picking images that speak to you in the moment because you know, as we go about our day, we're presented with signs, synchronicities all of the time. And so it's really important just to kind of go with that gut instinct, the gut instincts, you know, that tell us, you know, have messages. And as people create their vision, we go very fast. We can create this in an hour because I don't want people to be in their heads. This is about going, sinking deeper, really beneath the conscious mind. And I think with this vision board and soul vision for me, you know, the reason why I have it here in my office, it was my very first um, foray into this very, very powerful process. And who would have known? I had no idea. I had no idea that I would be entering onto this journey of actually taking people through soul journeys and that ancestral past life and soul journeys would be a huge, huge piece of the work that I do. There was a part within me 12 years ago that knew and that's her, right? That's me. And there's the bridge. And I didn't know that at the time that I was creating it, I didn't have an understanding of why I was doing this. But there was another part of me that was showing me, Louise, this is the work that you're going to be doing in the future. And just giving me, you know, very clear indicators of what I value most, what's most important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing your values in your life is so powerful because when you know your values, you can create a life that's in alignment with that. It's your compass. Yeah, totally. And so this process allows you to do that. So Now, and I just want to ask too, so you said like, so that picture, like, especially like with Merle and the Bridge and the lady getting into that, you said that's 12 years old. Is the whole board 12 years old? Is this all from 12 years yeah. ago or yeah. has it? This was my very first vision 12 years ago when I was first starting on the journey, you know, of actually coaching and soul coaching and then that evolved into soul and business coaching because business is my absolute passion but yes this was 12 years ago so and that's your first one so that's your that's your first soul vision board yeah and it told me so much about my future you know what i would be doing in the future what it would look like yeah and it's the i mean soul journeys and i know we we talked about this and it's something maybe you, you know, we might want to dive into is just to share, you know, a little more about 
taking those leaps to to do the scary things, you know, and just trusting your intuition. Because soul journeying wasn't something that came naturally. I didn't feel came naturally to me. So when I first, I think 12 years ago, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I know that it's a good distinction. It's like, uh, it's like oh, it's like, I, I noticed that. Nice catch. Nice catch, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. you don't. Like you, you, you know, you don't know, you know, you don't know what you don't know, right? And I didn't know you know, back then that this was going to be a huge, huge piece of my work. I work with the Heltzik First Nation that, you know, for the past 12 years, that that's been, you know, the vast majority uh, of my work. And 12 years ago, Peter and I were talking, you know, for your listeners and viewers, we were talking about in the very beginnings of my coaching journey, I was nervous, of course, right? It's all new. And it's like, and I had this um, weekend retreat that I was co-facilitating with a health sick consultant and coach. And I was doing journeying with some young girls and I was in my head. And this is why, you know, if anything that your listeners can take away from this is to get out of your head, because I was pushed to do that. I was in my head about what a good journey was going to look like for these young girls. We'd we'd been rushing around. We started, it was Friday night, and there was a lot of things, a lot of moving parts for this retreat that we were facilitating. And these were young girls. They were like 16 to to 22. I was doing journeying with them. And in in my head, I was like, this is what a perfect journey is going to look like because I've been taught the process by a very powerful teacher, Denise Lynn. The thing was, it was midnight, I was tired, I couldn't think straight, I was starting really early in the morning. And, you know, I think we always want to show up and know that we've got our bases covered, that we can do it X, Y, Z. And then I couldn't think, and I couldn't prepare. And then a little voice said to me, Louise, those young girls tomorrow are taking a huge, huge leap of faith to work with you. And you need to do the same. You need to be vulnerable. They're being vulnerable. You need to be vulnerable. So you need to go into tomorrow's session and just deliver the soul journey, but allow it to flow through you. And OMG, I've never looked back, you know, just allowing. I think this is the thing. We always want to effort and push. But when we can quiet the mind and just allow and tune to source, we allow that incredible power to flow through us and just sorry I'm, I'm rambling a little bit here Peter but I do just want to just making an important distinction that you are not surrendering to a power outside of yourself I think a lot of people are like whoa it's weird and, whoa, you know you're just simply and safely surrendering to your own intuition and infinite self Yes, I think it's I always say you're not really connecting outside of yourself. You're actually just reconnecting with your true yeah. self and allowing it to throw like flow through you. Like that's why even for me, like the work that I do and like with that channeling, whatever else, it's like I'm just a part of the process, and that's me. It flows through me. And as we've kind of uh, very much talked about before, you don't know what you don't know. You know that energy can only it filters through our conscious mind, so it can only the great thing is it accesses our conscious and subconscious mind, which is fantastic but it can still only access or bring through stuff that's in there. It will not, like, it has to work with 
it's, it's almost like the best way to describe that for anyone who's listening is like I always go, and this is just coming to me now. I just I'm I'm, I'm in the flow with you there, Louise. <laughs> I'm just like I'm covered. But the whole thing is when that happens, it's like my my team here are just telling me it's like, well, your mind is both the paints and the canvas, and we can only work with what we've got. And so whatever's in there is what they can work with. So for example, if in there you've only got you know black, white, and red, well that's all they're going to paint with. But if you've got the rainbow colours in there, they can go, well, we've got a lot more to work with. So you might have a bit more of a robust vision or, or meaning. And they're saying, so that's why it's important. We always talk about it and kind of saying, you know, increase what you know or always be willing to learn new things because the more you do, the more that energy has to work with to inspire you or uh, show you. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just so. And I think taking action, I think taking action on the things, it's like, oh, that worked. Yes. Oh, oh, that didn't. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> should we should we put a disclaimer right here? Hey guys, like we're all for it. Follow intuition, follow that guidance, but you will still make mistakes. <laughs> like it's not gonna, it's not like a foolproof system because the conscious mind will jump in at some point. Now let's just very quickly for our for our listeners here too, is and our viewers, breaking it down. Like you said, you have you work on the soul journey front and you work on the dream side of things as well can you decipher what happens or the difference between each one sure sure well they're both i see them as both very powerful mediums for you to tune in and connect so with the soul journeys you know i'm i i used to work more one-on-one now i work more in in groups in a group setting but with a soul journey essentially it's more of an individual i guess you're you're awake and aware and some people are more visual. Some people are more, um, they sense and, and feel things. So you're working with all of those mediums as you're taking somebody through a journey. And so basically, it's very individual to you. What I love about it is that we can do, if you have a particular issue or struggle or challenge that you want to work through, you know, as we do those breaths and we slip beneath the surface of the conscious mind, we're now going into the realms of the subconscious and the soul. And so usually you'll bring a particular issue to the soul journey. And what happens is that your soul will present to you and show you whether it's past life history or ancestral history or even present life, you'll actually be guided to the time in your life when perhaps this challenging belief first came into existence. And through the process of the soul journey, you know, we can change the things we can see. A lot of our resistance in life, a lot of our challenges in life usually stem from the beliefs that we have. And a lot of the beliefs that we have are unconscious to us because they were formulated before we were age seven, so we don't remember them, or they were formulated in a past life, or they're not even ours because they belong to and are product of the experiences of our ancestors. So when it something happens in your life, an event happens, you can formulate a belief, and then an emotion gets attached to that. And it's those beliefs that and emotions that are actually what's potentially blocking you from tuning into source energy and actually getting into the vibrational alignment and frequency of the things that you want. So this is the work that we do in the journeys is to discover 
okay, what's the root? Let's go to the root of the problem. And why I like journeys is because, you know, as we journey together and you have that memory that your soul shares with you from the past, you're only ever shown things that are relevant for you and that you're ready to receive. You're awake and aware. And so you can then bring that information back into everyday life and kind of begin to integrate. So at the end of the soul journey, we actually sort of look at concrete steps that you need to take to, you know, move forward in your life. Okay. So you'd have that debrief and then go through the process and you'd facilitate and make sure how to integrate it, how to implement it, how to kind of make the most of the information received so you're actually not just sitting with it because i know that some people will journey or they meditate but i know a big push for me and that's what i love about that as well like what you're talking about is one thing to use the tool like to it's one thing to experience it it's another thing to integrate and implement into your life and i think that's a key element that needs to happen and like hearing you say that i love that because you've got to take it and as we've discovered like you know creating your own language it's a language and sometimes having someone facilitator you can break down that language a little bit faster but it's more about i think about implementing it because you'd be doing that journey to receive that information to help self so you have to do that and you also you know through through the journeying you you begin to get more clarity as to you know why these things have been happening in your lives you know what are the beliefs, this deep, deep subconscious beliefs, because they relate to something that you don't have conscious awareness about because it happened maybe in a previous lifetime. Maybe it's stuff that happened to your ancestors. And so it's been passed through the generational line to you. It's not even yours, but you're still acting it out. And so the power of this is that you, it kind of lifts the lid. It kind of shows you, okay, this is, this is your operating system. It's a bit like a computer, you know, this is the bugs. This is, this is the root. So if you brought a particular challenge, maybe you're always attracting the wrong person, or maybe you're struggling, you know, you're doing all the things in your business, but you're not getting seen. You just aren't getting the visibility. And this is something that clients have discovered that it's a past life issue that bad things happen when they shared their gifts and so there's this deep-rooted subconscious belief that it's not safe now that you know that you can heal the things you can see you can change them but you have to know what it is to do that absolutely it's just a very powerful way of understanding more of who you are what makes you tick why you do the things you do and that you're never stuck with your past you can change it I love that. And like, I know, I know uh, from very first hand personal experience, it is on, I like, especially being on that spiritual journey and going, there was something always holding me back. And it was, it was something that was just way, way, way back in a past life that was holding me back. And that particular image and just helping to resolve that. I didn't even really know, I didn't know what I was looking for, but I just knew that past life was, or was interested in me in going through that. But it's a big thing kind of working through all of that and i love that and i've seen the power of recognizing this and even so more recently going wow we forget like you said it's an operating system it's like a machine within us or a framework it's already built it's like pre-built and we don't even know it's there and it's actually controlling how we're operating how we're moving day to day how we're interacting with people or how we're applying ourselves to like either a relationship or to our work our career or how we deal with finances how we deal with our health like every facet of life there is definitely a framework there so it's a very very powerful thing and i love that like you said it's a big reminder you're not stuck 
with that. You don't have to be. And it was just interesting, like good old metaphors. My, my team love metaphors. And they're kind of saying, and I think it was kind of, it does relate a little bit personally because I can laugh about it now, but at the time I was a bit, you know. But it's almost like, you know, for example, when you first get your license, you get this car and you know it's a used car <laughs> and you know it's someone, it's someone else's operating system. It's someone else's machine. And you have to learn to work with that machine in order to get to where you want to go. It's just like a car. Like it doesn't mean that you have to continually stay with that same machine. You can upgrade or you can get a new one, but you just have to be willing to go, this one no longer serves its purpose or this is not moving fast enough for me or the, it's like it doesn't move the way that I want it to. It's, it's, it, and that's me, like we forget. I love that. It's like a car or a, a used car in some shape or form if we don't look after or if we don't tune it up or we don't, it will start to break down and it will limit us to what we can know. All of a sudden you might go, uh, and I literally had this the other night that was two weeks ago. Like my friends said, oh, I literally can only go 40 on the road because it's got to go in for a workshop on uh, Wednesday. Or I've got three days and I, I literally have to put the hazard lights on and drive 40 kilometers an hour in like 80 zones and 100. It's like, I'm like, that is just, I'm like, no way that's dead. But it's like, I know it needs to be fixed, but this is all I've got at the moment. And you can see how limiting that would be like, you're meant to be doing 110, but you, <laughs> you have to sit there doing 40 and and everybody else is zooming past you go, why me? Why me? <laughs> oh, but is it. I love that. It is actually an analogy that I use with my clients because I see the, um, so I, I love that your team's sharing that with you because I see the, um, you know, the conscious mind, like our, it's our default, you know, it's, yeah. it's our go-to vehicle. And I see that as a mini metro because the conscious mind, you know, studies show it's like 5% of our operating power. So you have this mini metro that you, that we, we all use, go to, it's slow. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, a high performance. And yet, you know, we have these big visions. I don't doubt that many of your listeners and viewers here, you know, there's probably a deep knowing that you're meant for more. There's a bigger vision that you may have for yourself in your life, which is coming from that deeper place inside of you. And I see that deeper place being your spiritual Ferrari. But the problem with that is that it's locked away and we call it a garage. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, no, it's garage for us. (laughs) Yeah, it's locked away and we don't, we don't, we've never been taught really how to use it, how to tap into it. And that's the vehicle as we tap into it and use it. That's the vehicle that's going to take you to achieve those exponential dreams and results and all of it really. But it's, you know, I love that. we, We weren't taught. And it, this is, again, it's like why this work is so powerful, you know? That is awesome. I'm so going to like borrow that off you. Like we've all got the spiritual Ferrari locked away inside. And it's almost like it must be up in the Burj Khalifa on the like 70th floor where like cars don't belong. <laughs> like it's just going to become a museum piece. And it's like, well, what's the point? Yeah, and I think maybe, you know, as you think about that analogy, you know, when you first get in a Ferrari, it's very powerful, right? It's like, whoa. whoa, whoa, yeah. (laughs) We both both go, oh. (laughs) But, you know, you get used to it and you learn and, yeah. You do. I I love that. And I was like the spiritual Ferrari. And so you're talking, so that's the soul journey aspect. Now, how was, if we were to access, like you said, we can access that spiritual Ferrari in two ways. Obviously, soul journey is one we talked about. But you're saying the other one is dream. So the soul journey is more being awake, conscious. We can start implementing, integrating. How is how's the dream side or the dream level work here? 
Well, I love what I love about the dreams is that, I mean, with the soul journeys, you know, I'm facilitating those journeys for my clients. But that said, you know, I've had clients come back to me and they've been in dire situations and they they've said they can just hear my voice taking them through and it calms them down. But the beautiful thing I feel about working with the dream time is this is you just working directly with your soul. I facilitate and help my clients to understand the process and help them with the interpretation of that. But this is something that you can do on your own. You know, you you can literally, once you know how to program and interpret your dreams, you can start to create that very intentional conversation and dialogue, you know. So I think that you're not, see what happens is there's a couple of things that, that go on here. Some people are like, oh, I don't remember my dreams. Well, everybody dreams. So even though you don't remember them, you are dreaming. And so there's a process that you can use that I share with my clients to show them what they can do when you don't remember your dreams. But essentially, it's just a very, very powerful way for you to connect and to start really having a very intentional one-on-one dialogue so that the dreams that are coming through, they're not random because they're answering a specific question. And we can get more into that because I can share with your listeners and viewers a very simple three-step process they can use to just, they can start right away. Well, let, let, well let's get into it. So the three-step, and I love that because so we're starting this very intentional one-on-one dialogue with ourselves and obviously that state. So so what are, what are these three steps that help us to create that or facilitate that? So the first step is getting clear on what you want to know. And so, and I think also making that very clear commitment, you know, I honor my dreams and that my dreams and my soul have a powerful message to share with me. So I think the more that you can just lean into that and really honor and respect the fact that in the nighttime hours, you are actually have this opportunity to, to communicate. And so what I encourage my clients to do is to think about what it is you want to, an answer to. So the more it's so funny because the more specific you are then the clearer the guidance is going to be so i mean i've had you know in my business it's helped me with facebook ad strategy it's helped me with my launch strategy and it's helped me with you know formulating my programs for my clients so i will go in there and i will write each night i'll write a very specific question and i'll place that question underneath my pillow So I think that whole process of writing it down is just anchoring that you trust that this communication is going to take place in the nighttime hours. And so how questions, it's important to ask a how question, because if you're like, why is this always happening to me? Then you're really staying anchored in the problem. You know, whereas when you ask a how question, it's like, how can I structure, you know, my latest program or how can I best communicate X, Y, Z? How can I resolve this challenging relationship with X, Y, Z? So how question is great. You put it under your pillow and then have a dream journal close to your bed. And when you wake up, usually you'll probably find, I mean, I find that I wake up two, three in the morning, a very powerful time. If you can, I use a voice I just use the thing on my phone and I'll speak it into my phone because I just found that I could I can't get my head off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've just got this image of you, Louise, going, yeah, I, I had a dream of this. Spiritual Ferrari, garage, slightly opening. Can't, nah, nah, not open. Okay, back to dream. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I sometimes I have to I'm like half asleep, you know, talking in the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the second step is you it's important to record it, you know, to write it down and to capture it. And yeah, and then the third step is actually to is the interpretation piece where you actually the next morning is to sort of sit down and kind of okay what does this mean and sometimes you know your listeners and viewers as you the more you do this the more you program the dreams the more you have a a positive expectancy that you're going to remember them then you're triggering the subconscious that this is important i'm going to i'm going to start remembering my dreams so and i can talk a little bit more i don't know if you want me to talk about the interpretation piece but i will say you know it's also important there's things you can do if you're not remembering your dreams is to craft affirmations there might be a reason why you don't remember your dreams you know it might be that you're afraid like am i going to find something out that i don't want to know or you know so there could be a fear or whatever it is and it, it i have a little uh, guide that i share Oh, that's beautiful. I think if anybody, I think that kind of ties in. If anybody wants to go further with that, they can definitely reach out to you for that. Um, but I love the fact that if when you talked about there, you've got to build up a good rapport with yourself and your own dream state because we are working with two different functions of our brain in our wake, waking world. We're in the conscious mind. We're going to the dream state. We're in the subconscious aspect. As we know, that's the soul level. And that's where it's like, and I always say like that dream state is a great opportunity because it allows our soul to come up and have room to speak without interference. And that's why, but it bubbles up. Like it's not perfect or linear or 100% like all in order. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you might get a bit of a jackpot in that front, but it's built, building up that rapport. And so like I think you're saying, if, if there's that little bit of fear or hesitancy or you're not sure, because it's, it's funny, like and I think, you might even have, you know, whatever fear. And fears are very wide-ranging. Sometimes you might go, I'm on the verge of something, but you might have fear of success and that stops you from receiving the insight or clarity that you're wanting around something. So it's a very, very powerful thing. I love that. So surmising those three steps. So one is very much just get clear. Get clear on what you're asking. And you're saying write it down, place it under your pillow. Yes. Yeah. I love that too. I think that's a very powerful distinction in there as well about the questioning, which are why, because why is very interrogative and why opens up, why, believe it or not, is very interrogative and it actually causes us a slight more reactive energy rather than a positive one. So I love that when you said switch the why to a how, because how is far more positive in the mind. Even just in that, you will start to shift, I believe, your brain to be a bit more, uh, have that rapport in yourself to be feel safe and positive in that dream state. Now, step two, I love, sorry, I'm never going to get rid of those. Yes, uh, spiritual fire, you need to get out of garage, uh, voice record and journal that one down. And of course, a number three is interpret. And we kind of did touch on that a little bit in the, in the previous episode and about, and that's a process. Yes. You know, it's, it's a, pro and I just, I think it's important for everyone to know, work at it. I think the whole thing, like even with that, like you said, because the more you build up the rapport with yourself, Louise, in that dream state, the more you'll receive. Isn't that right? Yes, it is totally. And, you know, like you'll just notice that your, you know, that your dreams become more vivid. And I think what I love about it is that the more, 
the more specific the question, then the easier it's going to be for you to interpret the message because it relates very specifically to a question. So what I would say to your listeners and viewers is once you've written that question, write that question in your dream journal, put the date on it. And then the next morning, you know, just journal, journal the dream, because then, you know, this dream relates to, you know, that specific question. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, that is, see, and what it's sometimes it's the simplest of things and you'll build that up. Like, obviously you'll build up the muscle with the dreaming. Like you said, it'll get become more vivid or you'll get more dreams. You'll build up the rapport with yourself you actually start to trust yourself. And and that's I think it's an allowance, isn't it? Like you open up that channel more, wouldn't you say, like when you start to get that trust? Totally, totally. And then and then it's really taking action on the, you know, on the messages that are coming through. And you might like you might know. They might instantly like it might be a feeling like, oh yeah, okay, I feel this or and you may know what the message is. And then it's about, okay, what do I need to do and what action can I take? And I think the more that you do that, it just empowers the process so much more and it powers you, you know, as you start to see, oh, wow, that worked, you know? No, I love that. Powering and empowering, that's what it's all about. And again, Louise, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing those three really, really like they're simple but powerful steps that can start everybody on their journey and of course anybody who's listening or watching if you want to go further with that and especially if you're more in that spiritual space and that entrepreneurial space and you or you might be sitting on the edge you might be going maybe this is something i want to jump into or i've had this deeper calling but i'm not sure where i want to go honestly hit louise up you can find her on all the channels but of course on her website which is louise-wilson.com and she can help you out there so but again louise thank you so much for your time your knowledge and your inspiration marvelous time talking with you i know we could talk for more and more and more because it's just a can of worms and i'm sure we'll have more conversations and things kind of come up in the future but for now i just want to say a huge huge thank you for all your wisdom here on these episodes so thank you so much thank you so much peter it's been an absolute honor and pleasure to, to hang out with you and with your listeners and viewers and uh yeah. I will be in touch soon, but thank you so much. And of course, guys, stick around, check it out. If you want to go as a soul journey learn out, check out Louise. She'll be there. Let's hear up for all the socials. It's going to be fun. And of course, stay tuned. We'll be back with another Inner Power podcast episode very, very soon coming your way. Until then, stay safe. <laughs>